Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Better Off Games and the Better Off Blog, and today uh, it's Sunday and I'm just kind of relaxing and I wanted to talk about uh, Ogre Gate Inn and another project that I'm working on called Strange Tales of Song Ling. Um, if my voice is a little off today, I apologize. I haven't been feeling well and so it's affecting my voice. I'm going to try to get through this uninterrupted, but there may be moments where I have to take a small break. Um, but the... Uh, the Yogi Get In book, I know I've been talking about it a lot. It's uh, it's finally come out in PDF. I think a lot of people might have been wondering whether that would ever happen. Um, and and I just sort of do things where we, we work on it until it's done and then it comes out. And Ogregate In was one that it was written a while ago. It was all done a while ago, but 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 uh, I wanted to get the look right. And so sometimes that means you have to get more art, you have to change things. And and so we we, we, we were reworking it in the layout phase and, and just, just to get everything exactly the way I wanted it. And, and it's now how I want it, and so we released it, and uh, it's available in PDF. Uh, the cover cost is uh, $9.99. It's uh, about 200 pages, so it's a nice, solid book. Um, not as big as the, uh, the original Ogregate book, but it's, it's, a, uh, it's, it's a really you know, good-sized supplement, in my opinion. And going forward, this is the size that we're going to be dealing with, 100 to 200 pages. I don't want to... Uh, I've mentioned this before, but I am I am not doing 500-page books for some time now. Maybe eight years from now, I'll try my, my hand at another. But uh, I find it more easy to manage a 100- or 200-page book. And, and I also f- uh, am trying to sort of get a little bit more on the side of brevity with, uh, with content just for making things easier to look up and all that. So, um, so yeah, so Orgate In, this is... Uh, if you've probably heard me talking a lot about it. I imagine there might be people who don't even have an idea what what in is. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna cover that ground for folks who don't know. Um, the Ogregate in book is a setting supplement for Wandering Heroes of Ogregate, our Wuxia RPG, and it, it really just kind of covers the the Lifan region, which is this southern area in the Empire. So it's a little bit more uh, civilized and settled than the Banyan region, which was the area we explored in the core book. So but it's still on the frontier a bit, so it kind of gives you the best of both worlds. You have that sort of lawless way that's 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 further from the reaches of, of authority, but you also have these areas that are firmly within the uh, the empire's uh, influence, and and so you have more officials and things like that that you might be dealing with. So the the first chapter is just an overview of the culture and the 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 system of government in Lifan. And the second chapter is a gazetteer. I think it's about 70 or 80 pages. And that's just a, you know, describes the different areas in Lifan. That includes uh, Yaogong Palace. So if you've ever wondered about the Yaogong Palace uh, entry on the map, this gives you a complete map of Yaogong Palace. And I think that's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really fun area. Um, it's, it's a little bit on the periphery of Lifan, but it, it was important, so we included it. And a uh, bunch of cities, settlements, uh, and then after after you get that gazetteer, uh, the third chapter is the Ogregate Inn, and this is I think where the book gets a little bit different. It's kind of it's kind of a cross between a setting supplement and an adventure, and and so chapters three through five are the Ogregate Inn adventure. There are, there's the Ogregate Inn. There's a there's a there's a couple of interesting locations that are connected to the Ogregate Inn, and they all sort of form a uh, a three chapter adventure, and 
and and and what it's what I'm trying to do with it is I'm trying to sort of illustrate how if you if you focus in on one entry on the gazetteer how you can expand that into these 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 sprawling locations with people and all kinds of things so it's 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 meant to illustrate how you would take a single entry in the gazetteer and turn it into something uh, a lot bigger than the one paragraph or three paragraph entry for it and uh, and the Ogre Gate Inn obviously it's inspired by uh, Dragon Gate Inn and there's many nods to the Dragon Gate Inn movies and um, uh, the uh, uh, the um, you know the the three the 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 three main Dragon Gate Inn films that came out. The, so uh, so going back to the original King Who to the most recent uh, the most recent one, and um, and the and then after that after those three chapters where uh, you sort of have adventures and locations, you have the the non-player character chapter, and then the Kung Fu technique chapter, the objects, and then the monsters. And it's a, I think it's a pretty robust book. And it's kind of got a nice sort of little bit of a horror vibe to it. The The first book focused a little bit more on sex and things like this. This one's got a little bit more of the, the horror, which people probably know I like. And uh, and so, um, so there's like a little bit of a Chinese ghost story vibe to it. I think because I was thinking Dragon Gate, King Hu, and then that somehow got me to touch a Zen, which get connects you to Pusong Ling, and somehow that... It just sort of Li Fan became this very, uh, this very unusual place. That's why it's Ogregate Inn in the strange land of Li Fan because there's like that strange quality to the place, and uh, and yeah, so it's out. It's available at RPG now. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to ask. Uh, if you have any comments or any feedback, feel free to send it to me. I pay attention to everything people say. Uh, if, if what, if what someone says makes sense and, you know, persuades me, I, 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 I incorporate it if, uh, if it's feasible. So, so definitely don't, don't be afraid to connect with us. And, um, and yeah, so I, I think this is a really cool looking book. We got some great maps in here. Francesca Burrell, the maps, the artwork is Jackie Musto and it's, it's some really, uh, really good art. Um, and so I, I think just overall the book looks and feels uh, quite nice and I'm uh, I'm excited to put it out there I do apologize for how long it took I had to get it to, to looking the way I wanted it and um, and so so that's why I took the time that it did but but the the end result is so much better if I, if I had released this I don't know four months ago it would not look the way it looks and I think I think it makes all the difference in the world so um, so yeah so so again check it out if you like it let people know because we really rely on that word of mouth um you, you, i i can't I, I can't thank people enough who go out of their way to give us a nice review or or mention us on google plus or or just wherever don't don't give us empty praise i'm not a, i'm not a i'm not a fan of that but if you really liked it let people know you know i i i, I very much appreciate it and uh uh and hopefully you know if if you didn't like it, you can let me know why because I'm uh, uh I'm always trying to improve our stuff and uh, this one I, I think I think we did a good job with it I, I think it's a, a solid book I think this to me this is where Ogregate really crystallized this a lot of this is uh, if you've been following the disposable disciples uh, uh, entry logs which I I'm a little bit behind on I have I think two sessions that I have to put up but. Uh, a lot of that stuff originated with the disposable disciples and the um, the bone breaking kingdom uh, uh, session logs, and so uh, you know I, I I don't just rip stuff out of my campaign and put it in my books. I, I don't 
I, I think sometimes that can be junky, but the stuff that works, I definitely will expand upon and use and, and reshape for the purposes of going in the book. And then, uh, and so this has a lot of, a lot of stuff that really worked in game. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very confident in, in this material and I think it does, it does a good job of sort of showing, you know, how you can, how you can really turn Wuxia into, um, in, into something that can be fully explored and, and, and populated. And, uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't always, again, I, I go on the, with this a lot and everybody has their own take on Wuxia and I think, uh, everybody should have their own take. Mine has always been that a lot of the stuff that, that we associate strongly with sort of Western fantasy is just as prevalent in Wuxia. Um, and, 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 uh, and you see it if you watch a lot of these classic Shaw Brothers movies or, you know, even, you know, go to the, uh, the original novels and, uh, you know, there's, things like dungeons are very common. Uh, a lot of the stuff that sort of just are the hallmarks of, um, of, 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 of traditional RPG adventures like inns are super common. I mean, inns and restaurants are, are more common in Wuxia than they are in, in Western fantasy. And, uh, and, 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 and they really do form a heart of, uh, of what's going on. So that's why there's an ogre gate in here. That's, that's you know, it's why there's so many things like that. That's why I concentrate on food a lot. Um, and, uh, and again, the dungeon stuff, if you, if you, if you watch a lot of Wuxia, you will see even, you know, we just were talking about the twin swords the other day. It's, it's a, a classic, uh, Shaw brothers film. And, and that is one big dungeon filled with traps it's a temple with a you know whole underground series of tunnels leading into it. There are monks trapped in the basement in a flooded area with a you know there's just elaborate traps up you know everywhere and uh, and it's not that uncommon. You see it in movies like Web of Death too, and uh, and just you know all over the place. Not that Wush is all about the dungeon. I don't want to give that impression, but I'm just trying to emphasize that it really Wusha can handle that stuff with ease. Um, when I when I run a Wuxia campaign, it it runs the gamut. You have the adventures where the focus is on the sex and on the personalities, and then you have the adventures where they're exploring an area. And then you know it's not that different from running a regular RPG. I think sometimes we get it in our head that it ha- because it's Chinese inspired, it's got to be so different. And there are things that are different, but I don't think they're the things that people tend to focus on a lot. And I think it comes with that stuff comes with time, anyways. You kind of have to just as you watch more of it you absorb more of it and it becomes more intuitive and it'll naturally happen on its own but uh but i mean you know a lot a lot of wuxia movies could easily be a typical D adventure in a lot of ways and um and so that's that's one of the things that i've been trying to kind of convey to people through the books not making it D, but making it uh showing the sides of it that are that are gameable and uh and so hopefully that's kind of what we got here I think you'll see that you know you can you can you can really run the the full spectrum from city adventures to dungeons to to mysteries and and, and monster hunts. It, it 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 contains all that stuff, and it doesn't have to just be, you know, about the sex are important. They're always going to be important, but as long as you have sex there, they'll they'll become involved. But there are other things, and um, and so yeah, so uh. So definitely take a look at it. And uh, again, we appreciate all the feedback and interest. And uh, uh, I've, I've been working on a new project 
which is still Ogre Gate, but it's a little different. It's uh, called Strange Tales of Songling. Uh, people might have noticed on the blog, I did the uh, Strange Tales entries, and that really got me thinking about how gameable so much of that stuff is. And, and you know, my one of my favorite movies is a Chinese ghost story, and, and, I, and I love the Painted Skin films, and I just, you know, I like that kind of stuff in general. Um, and so I, I wanted to do something that was sort of more, I don't know, like a, a more, more Pu Song Ling or Yuan Mei inspired and, and just kind of um, uh, gave me, you know, when I first started gaming, I was um, I, running games. Uh, I, I ran Ravenloft campaigns. And, and so that's always kind of my, my, my interest as a GM always brings me to sort of the horror elements eventually and and so i i i i wanted to do something like that but i didn't i didn't know you know we did we did a horror show and that was fine but that was more general i wanted to do something more setting specific and so uh strange tales is an opportunity to do that and uh and basically the idea is it's a much more simple version of Vulgate. it's you know i've been playing a lot of bx and so it's kind of in that zone of um of, of simplicity and and so my i wanted lethal simple and a focus on monster hunts i, I kind of wanted it like the opposite of my 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 ogre gate campaign so if i'm if i'm feeling like doing more of like a you know a ghost adventure that's where i, I would do the strange tales book and and then ogre gate is, is sort of more uh all purpose uh you know broad sort of ongoing campaign uh, and, and so we've been working on strange tales and it's been great. And the response has been very positive so far. Um, like really positive. And, and, uh, and I think the system is really sleek, uh, which is good because we, we, you know, we've been sort of talking more again about, about the original designs that me and Bill were doing and how Bill really likes sleek design. And so we kind of went for that sleek, simple, uh, approach, but it's de- deadly. This is a this is a very lethal uh, version of the game. Uh, characters are squishy by design, uh, so that the monsters have more of a you know ominous threat against them, and uh, it works. So far, it's been working. It's uh, uh you know we did have a total party kill the other day, so sometimes it works uh, you know more well than expected. But I I, I kind of wanted that. I. I uh, provided it's not total party kill every time, but once in a while, that's good. Um, I want it to be. I want players to be concerned when they see a ghost, and 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 so it's yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And and we'll be we'll be updating people about it. I'm working on it right now. The the game is is the sort of core system is is, is seems to be functioning the way that we want it to. We took a lot of lessons from Ogregate and applied them. And because it's lethal, I wanted characters to be able to get back into the game very quickly. Not not like the same character, but I wanted to make character creation fast. And Ogregate, by design, is not a fast character creation system. It's meant to be customizable, and you know you make your martial hero, and so you know you, that's the kind of game where you 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 plan out some things in advance, and you you make your guy before the game session starts. This needs to be different because characters die midway through the session, and getting back into play is important. And and so we uh, we simplified the character creation process, and we re- we introduced paths. And paths are just an easy way to package 
uh, all the things that you would normally do with a point buy. And, and so, so that way you, you cut down on, on, on the slower parts of the character creation. It's really fast. We, I, th I think we've made the Ogregate system about as fast as you can make the system itself. I, I reduced some of the defenses and some of the skills. We, we, we took out the open skills, made them all closed, uh, adjusted a few things. It's still pretty compatible. Like you could easily port in a monster from either one and just with a, you know, just kind of eyeballing a couple of changes and make it work. Um, but the scale is a little different in terms of lethality. So the way to look at it is a Strange Tales character is kind of like an they're kind of like a, a non-chi-rank, non-cultivated character from Ogregate. They're, they're sort of like Ravel. And they have two wounds, and that's about it. So they're just a little better than a mook in, uh, in Wandering Heroes of Ogregate. And, uh, and it works. It's been working really well. And, uh, and, and so the book is going to be very simple. It's going to be like under 100 pages. It won't be a big, elaborate setting book. Uh, I'm going to try to keep the setting... The setting stuff will be like a page or two. There's going to be very minimal setting material. It's going to... the. I want to make this a game where you could run it in pretty much any any dynasty period. So like any... If you want to do Qing, you can do that. If you want to do the Ming Dynasty or the, the Song or the, or, or the Warring States period even, you would be able to do all that. Um, so it's, it's kind of got a timeless approach and the adventures in the book will sort of reflect that. And... And and the and the emphasis isn't like an aggregate where it's just like thick, heavy setting detail. This is this is going to be a simple game system, a very sort of rudimentary. Here's the basic sort of idea of the setting, and then a series of adventures that maybe help illustrate the setting. Um, and each adventure will be kind of like an individual sort of ghost monster adventure, sort of strange tale type thing. And and it's a much more abstract idea of world building. I, I imagine the world building occurring at the adventure level, not at the world level, if that makes sense. So, um, so I really kind of picture it more like the places that I imagine in my campaign are here's the player's villa where they live, and it's like a bubble on like a map of mist, and then here's the the homestead that they're going to this adventure, and then here here and and, and that homestead will be quite uh, you know quite open when they get there or the city or the 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 region you know there's a, there's one adventure that's just like a region of a um you know like a, a kind of like a regional map um but each session there's like an adventure and so it's it's totally different than how i've been running Ogregate. it's kind of meant for for you know every campaign you have players you have different kinds of players and and some players love sort of the open nature of the wandering heroes of Oregon campaign some like you know more monster hunt monster of the week type thing so i i want to i want to be able to do that too and so i have now i'm uh you know as a gm what i like to do is i like to be able to 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 run different kinds of things as i need and so this is a this is just a it's still open but it's 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 a it's a little more focused on adventures and monster of the week type thing um if you if you if you if you remember ravenloft there's definitely i can see traces of ravenloft and how i've been running this and 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 the way that i kind of have been doing it lately is we there's sort of like the the phase between adventures where like we maybe spend time at one of the characters family villas and they deal with uh the matter that's leading up to the adventure and some family issues and then go on the adventure and then maybe in between resume some of that stuff and it's just a little different 
it's a little different, but it works. I've, I've been finding it very uh, refreshing. And, and, uh, and uh, we're having a lot of fun. And the game's been, um, it's been a blast. And it's been scary. And I think it's, that's one of the more important things. It's scary, but it's not scary in the sense of it's always scary all the time. There's room for humor. There's room for romance. There's, you know, if you, again, if you if you read the strange tales uh, from the Chinese studio, uh, or watching the movies that are inspired by it, there's humor in there. There's uh, there's there's other things going on beyond just things being scary all the time. Some of the stories are are almost just like jokes or uh, or just really weird things that happen. And so I, I want there to be, it's it's not. It's not like a it's not like a one tone sort of horror setting if that makes sense, and uh, and but it's still scary. If you've ever seen a Chinese ghost story, that's a perfect example of sort of how I how I imagine it. Where you know there's a lot of humor in Chinese ghost stories. There's a lot of you know sort of funny little martial arts things that happen. Uh, you know the opening scene of Chinese ghost story. If you've never seen it, a bunch of people just get their heads chopped off. But the way it is done is it's sort of funny but also a little bit scary at the same time and and a lot of the movie is like that and it works you still the humor kind of sets you up for the fear a little bit because you're you're sort of relaxing with the humor and and the humor gets you to like some of the characters so like uh the the Wu Ma character in the movie you like him because he's funny you know you know he's, he's just the, his mannerisms and and how he how he uh you know he has this great little song midway through the is it, I don't want to spoil it all but if you've never seen a Chinese ghost story uh you know the humor is one of the things that kind of gets you pulled in and uh and then it, it shifts rapidly from that to you know romance and horror you know you just get all these different things and and uh, and and I kind of like that and I want to get that in in the strange tales game so um, so hopefully people will see that and uh, and understand what we're trying to do and and yeah so uh, oh wow I've been going on for twenty minutes but um, yeah so that's the update and again uh, Ogre get in go to uh, uh, go to RPG now, drive through RPG, go to our website. You can find the link. And, uh, you know, again, I appreciate, uh, you know, if you, if, if you, if you have thought, if you, if you, if you buy the book, absolutely send me your thoughts because, um, I, I, I think that, you know, that's, uh, uh, I, I want to hear from people and I'm always interested in, uh, in the good and the bad. And, you know, uh, you know, and, and if you, if you're interested in strange tales, let me know. Um, I don't know if this is going to be for everybody, but, uh, but it's a game that I really am excited about. Like I have, I, uh, I am, I am quite excited about this game and I, I, I really think it's going to be at least for, for what I want, it's going to be tremendous. I don't know how it's going to, uh, you know, how everybody else will receive it. I, when you do this kind of stuff, it can be difficult to even know how things are going to land. Some games you put them out there and people like them. Some games you put out there, people don't even look at. So you just never know. Um, but, but regardless, this is one that I'm, this, this one, it, I'm really excited about. And I, uh, uh, and I'm always really excited about the games, but, uh, but this is one where I, I didn't think we were going to be able to get a chance to do this kind of a game. I knew, I, I knew I would get opportunities in the context of Ogregate to do them. But it didn't even occur to me that we might, you know, be able to make a variation on the system and 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 just make a nice sort of simple game that is, uh, you know, when we did the horror show, 
I was really sick when we did a horror show, and I ended up going, I think I had like three surgeries uh, midway through that book. And it, I like horror show. It came out, uh, a lot of the stuff in there I, I find very functional and useful for, for other games. And, and God knows, like, uh, Sartorius and Ogre Gate and all of the network games that have drawn on some of those ideas have benefited from it. But, uh, but horror show always felt a little bit dry to me. Um, I, you know, and I, and again, I mean, you know, uh, I don't think that the, the surgeries were everything to do with it, but I feel like I wasn't at the top of my game and I was adjusting to being, uh, uh, not well. And, and so, uh, I've always kind of wanted a redo on the horror thing because horror is really, uh, that is, uh, that is a genre that I, you know, grew up. I when I was a kid, I grew up watching horror movies with my uncle. Uh, I was always a fan of like sort of the classic horror movies, like you know the the Vincent Price style horror movies and the Hammer Studio horror movies, and uh, and I and I cut my teeth running Ravenloft and playing Call of Cthulhu and stuff like that. So, you know, in high school, I was a, a Lovecraft reader. So um, I wanted another crack at it because I just done. I didn't feel like we did it quite as well as I thought we could, and I kind of felt responsible for that since uh, I was I, I literally midway through uh, went in for surgeries and um, and that I I think you can tell I think if you look at the book you can see there's a disruption in some of the trains of thought running through it and uh, and I I also feel like the enervation of of that ordeal. Uh, affected the writing itself which if it were a you know if it were like a game about police or a game about uh you know almost anything else it wouldn't almost matter but for horror that's like getting that tone is so important and uh and getting the mood right is important i just i just never quite felt like we had nailed it so uh, so i so i i think with this one this is kind of another chance for us to uh to take a stab at horror again you know who knows maybe i'll go in for surgery again and it'll it'll be it'll be even more dry and and uh but but i don't think so because i've, I've already written a lot of it and the the writing i'm very i'm very confident with the the presentation so far and i think that uh um that the that getting back to that sort of simpler smaller framework uh is good if you if you go from writing massive tomes and and shrink down to like 100 pages uh, you really concentrate the good stuff I find. So, um, so I think, I think this is, I think this is going to be, uh, at least it'll be a book I'll be proud of. Um, so yeah, so again, we're going on 30 minutes and I got to, uh, get ready to, to go do some other things. So, um, I will let you go, but check out the website, check out Ogaden, keep a lookout for strange tales. Um, and, uh, and if you, if you haven't checked it out, check out the, uh, the strange tales from a Chinese studio blog entries I did. They're, they're all linked on the sidebar. I have an index too. And, uh, and I did, I basically took the penguin edition, which is a, uh, condensed version. The, the, I mean, it's if you, if you get, if you read the entirety of Pusong Ling, it's multiple volumes. Um, and, uh, so this is, but the, the, the good thing about the penguin version is it's a great introduction to Pusong Ling. And, and it, 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 so it's about four or 500 pages. 
and it's got a it's got a nice solid introduction that kind of explains it and then if you find you like it you can go and look at some of the other translations from there but i would i would definitely recommend if you've never read pu songling probably start with the penguin version because i like the way that it's I, I i can't speak to the accuracy but the 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 overall feel of the text is nice and it works and it, it draws you in and it and, it, and it, it's got a mood to it um and so some of the content gets a little bit spicy, so just be aware of that. And it's it's not uh, totally in line with modern sensibilities, so just be be aware. But uh, but but it's inspired countless movies and shows. And if you've uh, again, if you've ever seen movies, you know you know uh, you know like Painted Skin or uh, you know The Bride from Hell and stuff like that. You know the, these are you know these are uh, um, foundational. Uh, uh, to a lot of those kind of movies, you know, there's a you know, uh, you know, Painted Skin is a story from Strange Tales in the Chinese, uh, sorry, Strange Tales from a Chinese Studio, and uh, um, Chinese Ghost Story is also, and A Touch of Zen is uh, is also a story from uh, Strange Tales. I mean, even stuff that isn't necessarily horror, or or you would immediately, you know, you might think is a is a is a Pu Songling story. Is a, uh, goes back to it so um so i'd encourage getting the penguin edition if if you're if, if you find that the blog entries interest you and uh it's 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 i think i think it's also a good edition because it's really useful gm tool and i've talked about that before so i won't get into it here again but anyways i have to go so i will talk to you later and have a great day